0: Welcome to the More Than podcast from NPTC Group of Colleges. Your college, your choice. Hello and welcome to More Than, the NPTC Group of Colleges podcast. Your definitive source of information on what it's like to study at one of the largest colleges in Wales. I'm Simon Dickerson and today I'm joined by my brand new co-presenter, Marina Jones. And today we'll be talking all things active with the woman behind NPTC Get Active, our physical activity, Health and Wellbeing Officer Lindsay Piper. Coming up on today's episode we'll find out what MPTC Get Active has to offer, the types of activities both students and staff can get involved with and we'll talk about Lindsay's remarkable journey to MPTC Group of Colleges. On top of that we'll explore the regular segment Celebrity Name Drop plus we'll have another go at that will work well on the podcast which probably won't. But firstly, a warm welcome to my good friend, Marina. It's nice to have some regular company here in the virtual studio. Thank you for coming on board. And how are you doing, mate?
1: Hi, Si. Uh, it's great to be with you. Um, Feels like we don't get to speak to many people these days, isn't it? So it's nice to be out-out in the podcasting world and have a chance to see people and speak to people that we that we normally see on a daily basis. So, um, yeah, a dream team's back.
0: <laughs> yes, indeed. Okay, so let's start by saying hello to Lindsay Piper. Lindsay, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. (laughs) Morning. Um, Can I start just by asking you what exactly is NPTC Get Active?
2: Okay, so it's um, uh, the best way to describe it would be that it's an active well-being project, uh, which is actually linked to the Sport Wales's overall vision to create an active nation in Wales. So to get everybody moving, basically. So in the college, for me, what NPTC Get Active means is sort of engaging all our learners um, and staff to access sport through physical activity, whether it be, um, you know, sort of through team sports, group activities, group classes, any which way to to promote physical um, and mental health.
0: And I suppose it's kind of uh, built on the, the old five by 30 officer role that we used to have.
2: That's right. Yes. So, um, so yeah, so, uh, and, and that is to create sort of to promote a uh, 30 minutes of exercise per day so if, in order for us to keep our hearts healthy we should all be sort of engaging in 30 minutes of physical activity and um you know sort of the it's it's a fact that people at the, from age 14 and onwards there's a there's a big drop off in sport especially for girls so so yes yeah, so the 5 by 30 officer 5 by 60 at primary school and comprehensive school age but then um, as we go into adulthood that it's uh, it was 30 minutes a day. Um, so yeah, so, so my role kind of continued then with, with, with that premise. So the way that I go about um, running the programme across the college is that for students we sort of engage with our tutorial groups a lot. So at the beginning of, of the academic year, uh, tutors are asked to participate in the programme and then um, we run sort of we tailor-make it, so we run perhaps four-week programs, six-week programs. If we have the capacity, we're able to run it for the full year. Um, we, we're really keen on breaking down barriers, so we do work a lot with our Foundation Studies Department, um, engaging our learners across all our campuses as well. So, obviously, Neath, um and then up in uh, Newtown and Brecon also uh just just to make sure that we can access sport and and if we haven't got the facilities then um historically we've been known to uh push push up out, out of the way the, the tables and move the chairs around and stuff like that just to make um make there be an environment in a classroom that people can safely participate um otherwise they they may not be able to access sport at all so it's it's about breaking down the barriers for so that sport is accessible for all. You've been like
1: literally one of the busiest people I think in college during lockdown, of new, um, we've seen on, on the socials which you can tell us a bit about in the moment but um, you've had students doing daily challenges, you've got staff involved in challenges, the 4K challenge you've done recently, do you want to just tell us a little bit about how you've
2: kept everyone active during lockdown? Okay, so part of the programme we have, um, obviously to run all these activities that we provide, uh, the college, we have my squad, so my young ambassadors, uh, my group of volunteers that are sports students that help me deliver the activities so they've been fantastic throughout the whole of lockdown since we went into lockdown back in March you know we sort of all got our heads together and we were like right how can we keep everyone motivated how can we how can we make make this fun under the circumstances so we do have our social media channels that have been in place for some years now Instagram Twitter and the Facebook pages so so we've used all the resources that we can to kind of to have fun with it and and keep people active so our students um, myself we've been involved in lots of challenges the guys have done like sort of a daily challenge so so whether it be like um, you know how many burpees can you do in a minute and then we've had some more instructional videos where they've given uh, directions on how to hold the correct plank recipes tips of the day around mental health and they've been fantastic and then that had a knock on effect and then we had students from departments like the construction department you know sort of getting involved so it was it was lots of fun, and we had um, lots of activity going on throughout lockdown. So uh, that's happening now. So if you check out our socials, you'll see all the all the good stuff happening on there. We've run various different competitions. And most recently, we have the four-kilometer virtual run competition happening. Um, the closing date is the thirty-first, so you still have time, guys. And we've challenged people to do uh, a four-k run. In their own time virtually so they're independently going for their runs and then recording that data on Strava so that's that's been loads of fun and we've had loads and loads of participation in that which has been really exciting. Yeah, God, that's been
1: fabulous, is not it I know that um, there was a couple of us talking about it um, doing it and then um, there's a Strava group as well now so we've got a, got a Strava group going which is great if you're competitive
2: like me now so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to beat everyone on the Strava group. It's fantastic yes so so that's loads of fun. It's nice to see that there's, it's, it's, you know, there's a lot of a, a lot of activity going on on there now. Um, yes. Myself included and yourself included also, now. Yeah, yeah, I've dived
1: into it as well, yeah. I'm not, definitely not going to be topping any leaderboards, but uh, yeah, it's, it's great fun to yeah. get involved in something because it's, it can be quite lonely exercising on your own, running around in the dark uh, through the winter. Oh. So just having that is something, something to build towards, isn't
2: it? So. Yeah, and it's a connection as well, isn't it? Because I think a lot of us are missing connection so, uh, so yes, yeah, definitely a way to sort of be like, oh, hi, there's
0: go there, and it's nice. It's, yeah, it's I'm uh, championing it from the sidelines, so to speak. So I'm, I'm keeping an active eye on what's going on without being overly involved. It's important, I think, that this isn't just about exercise as such at the moment, is it? it's about uh, people's well-being and mental health. That, that sense of belonging that we can we can bring through Get active
2: Absolutely. Um, that's a really good point, actually. We're not all just about the physical activity side of things. Like I mentioned earlier, sort of uh, the, the tips of the day and stuff. And, and you know, this morning now, uh, one of my young ambassadors has sent me a great tip about little, little things you can do the night before to have a better sleep, you know, turning off your te- technology. And um, she, she's posted that on social media. So, you know, just, just to share little tips like that. Um, one of my other young ambassadors, has posted a lovely recipe like a a really healthy overnight oats recipe so we've got like loads of recipes on there so it's not just about the physical activity aspect, I'll tell you something else that we introduced back in the first week of January, it was a weekly planner so that's um, live and active right now and within that planner we have sort of broken down the week so that there's an activity in the morning and and an activity in the afternoon of every day of a week, Um, it's all pre-recorded or it might be a link or or a tip of the day or like I say a link to like a podcast or it could be a link to youtube or like for example joe wicks there's like links to some of his uh workouts that are probably geared towards adults rather than his classroom stuff it's accessible for both staff and students and yeah that has loads of activities in addition to sort of you know your your basic workout and and in saying that I'll go on to the fact that you know the physical activity aspects of it are great because you like have maybe a 30 minute um, workout for total beginners on there on one day and then maybe on another day there'll be an intermediate session and also importantly there are really nice mindfulness and meditation sessions on there that they're exclusive for us and they, they, they range from sort of you know sort of kindness meditation meditation happiness meditation um, you know a, a de-stress meditation they're all different um, topics and you can just dip into them and just you know listen to them when you like and and I just think that that's really important right now going back to your point Simon help us with it, with dealing through these difficult times right now
1: what you've touched on there as well is basically making a start into kind of changing your, your lifestyle and, and things like that Um, through not just through exercise but through like you said healthy eating and, and mindfulness. From your experience, because obviously we'll, we'll touch on your story in a little bit, what would you say to somebody who's sitting at home now and maybe hasn't got the confidence to kind of get out there and go for a run or go for a walk and just needs to take that first step? Because from my experience of being uh, been involved in in running and things like that the first thing that people always say to me is i wouldn't know where to start i'm i'm got a confidence i don't want to go out on my own um what would you say to people how can they just make that first step into kind of changing their lifestyle
2: okay that's a really good question um so for myself personally so we're all different and um, different things motivate us so all in different ways um I really dislike running, so for me, um, to to get on a road and run is like the furthest thought away from sort of how to engage in sport possible. Um, However, you know, for somebody else, then that might be the most sort of simplest way they can think of to to get out there and sort of, you know, engage in sport or physical activity. Um, For me, I literally had no body confidence when I so I, I gained a lot of weight quite a few years ago I, and I had no body confidence I had, would never have gone out into a gym or a public space to train so for me I just literally one day just thought do you know what? there's got to be a way that I can exercise in my living room we're going back to probably you now 2015 when I was probably at my absolute lowest so I was just like I just started flicking through you too because you know We're in a digital world now. I was in my living room and I came across and I had done no activity. Literally my fitness level had gone to zero and I hadn't done, after having a child and all of a sudden this child is now sort of a teenager and I've just had no, I had no excuses left. So I just popped on the YouTube and I started scrolling through all the channels and then I found there was this exercise video from um, uh, an American chap. I can't even remember his name and he was doing like a 10 minute a total beginner workout, so I thought, do you know what, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, that's nothing, I, I'm just going to do that because, do you know what, the time's going to fly so, so quickly that, I, you know, it's going to be like, well, it's not going to even feel like an effort, so that's how I started, sort of, gaining back my confidence, because I, 10 minutes turned into half an hour, which turned into 45 minutes, which then motivated me to get my trainers on and go outside, and then go for a jog. And then all of a sudden I was like, right, okay, I'm not gonna have to jog. I'm I'm gonna sort of I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna walk a bit and then I'm gonna run. And this was before the fight, the couch to five K app. So it was just about sort of me motivating myself. And motivation is a that's a big word. How do you motivate yourself? There's so many barriers in place and stuff. So I think my the way to motivate me was like, first of all, sort of okay, breaking it down. I don't want to do half an hour or I'll do fifteen no, I'll do 10. And that's what motivated me because I was like, I, in fact, if I don't, if I haven't got to do 10, I do nothing at all. So I'll just do 10. And that was kind of my trigger from the beginning, which eventually led to me, you know, sort of, road running in the beginning before then i decided that i preferred the bike but that's just your personal preference as i was saying earlier you know on, on which direction you, you go into when you, when you start enjoying sport you know especially for some you know running in a small group there's lots of um you know community groups going on right now and i talk about the i mean we're in lockdown but i mean prior to lockdown uh and then you talk about the couch to 5k that's a fantastic you know app that you can download but um yeah you know just just Getting on the road and just and just being active, for me it was was miles away at that point when I needed to return to, to when I needed to sort of get involved and, and do something. So so for me it was the videos initially which led to the better things. So baby steps, like you know what I mean, just little steps that lead to bigger things.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with you on that. That's that's a brilliant answer. Oh,
2: thanks.
0: So you touched upon the gym and weights there. Can you give us? Um, bit of your background then how you came to conquer the, the weight gain that you talked about and where you went after that
2: so I had a business in Swansea City Center many years ago children's clothing store but it was very successful and I loved it very much but unfortunately the credit crunch came along and so, so I found myself then without without employment and sort of very down on my luck and feeling very sorry for myself. Um, I suppose that led to the weight gain around about the same time. And I just, I was, I remember all of a sudden I had an Eureka moment and I had seen an advert for um, the college and the advert was, oh, a degree on your doorstep. And I thought, do you know what? Huh? Maybe. What do I love? And I started exploring all the avenues that are in my mind. I was thinking, what do I really enjoy? And I really enjoyed Physical activity. As a young person, I was always really active. I was influenced by my dad, who was a, you know, cross country runner, and he was a marathon runner, and he was always taking me out and runs and stuff. So I, I was like, I, I, I really enjoy sport. I've always enjoyed it as a subject. I was good at school, so I thought, you know, what I'm going to look into it because could I be a PE teacher? Maybe. um and I, I just, I was just thinking. Whatever it is, I, I think my des- destiny may be in sport. Let's try. So I visited the college and I spoke to one of the lecturers um, in Landarsi and I enrolled on the uh, foundation degree in sports coaching. Um, and then, being in an environment where you sort of you know participate in, in a you know sports court, uh, sports coaching qualification, I'm going to get physically active, obviously, and uh, that sort of you know aided me in in um, sort of motivated me to, to to get get healthy rather than lose weight even though know, I needed to lose weight but just be healthy in my mind and my body and then I went on to do my top-up degree up in U- the University of South Wales and I joined a gym up there for convenience and I was also a member of Lam Darcy and but I never used to go with anywhere near the weights I mean it was when I was in USW that I, I, I had no inhibitions and I didn't know anyone up there so I'd go into the gym and I'd start training and I started giving the weights a go, and, um, and I met a chap in a wonder one of the trainers, and um, he sort of really kind of encouraged me to lift weights because he was like, you know, it's, it's you know, cardio is great, but also you know, try and sort of engage some weightlifting into your into your workout routine. So I did, and um, and yes, yeah, so a year later, then I'd all of a sudden um, I lost a heck of a lot of weight. I think it was three three stone. Um, and I, I I developed a hobby, for, which was bodybuilding, um, and I then went on to, to do some competitions, which um, I was quite successful in in um, achieving some, yeah, some titles. And uh, yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you've been a little positive.
0: bit modest
1: there, Lynn, just a bit. Um, give, give us an idea of the kind of stuff you've competed in, because you've been all over the world, haven't you?
2: Yeah. So, so first of all, at a local level, I won some. Uh, I, I won. I won the Welsh um, bikini athlete is the actual official uh, name for it. Won a Welsh uh, bikini champion title, and then I went on to win the British then, for one federation, because there are quite a few federations in the bodybuilding industry. Um, so i so i thought well let, rather than just be a one-trick pony let's just let's just try out to quite a few so just to see that that i have got um what it takes to win so i entered another federation and i won there too and and i won a world title with them then um i flew to te- uh, texas actually it was, uh, all, all expenses paid on one competition there are many competitions so i'm just touching on the ones that i probably remember most fondly yeah and then i represented uh, Great Britain in in Texas then, and um, I actually came third in the world. But that was a cool thing because I was against like sort of, I was I was just forty at the time and I was competing against like twenty five year olds and stuff. And so that was like, uh, huh, yeah, anything's possible. There is no ceiling to what you can achieve, you know, if you have the right mindset. So uh, so yes, yeah, so I went from sort of zero to one hundred probably quite a short space of time. Uh, I would like to say that I am retired now, right? <laughs> but uh, but no, I yeah, uh, it was a very fun period of my life.
0: Um, you make it sound like it was just a simple case of you going to the gym a couple of times and then you just went <laughs> and beat the world. It must have been a it, much more disciplined lifestyle. leading up yes, to
2: it, yes, it was quite extreme. It was very much part of my life and, and you know, sort of lessons learned that I, that I carry with me now, you know, in terms of routine and structure and regime. Um, but ultimately, it all came down to sort of you know, structure and lessons that we can all sort of incorporate within our life in terms of giving yourself rules, setting yourself boundaries, and um, structuring yourself, especially during these times now. Getting up, getting dressed first thing in the morning, getting on it, having a good, healthy breakfast that you'd you may have slipped away from because it's just we're so out of routine. You know, having a good start to the day was probably the most important part for me, especially during training when I would have to get up at four o'clock in the morning. That routine and that structure. Definitely has stayed with me.
1: That ties into kind of generally thinking about us in lockdown now in terms of, of mental health. Um and keeping keeping mentally healthy during these times is so important. And and I know for for a lot of people, myself included, that's about getting out, going for a walk, going for a run, going for a bike ride, but just getting out into the fresh air. And I know um, from your social media, I know you've been doing similar. So do you think that that kind of routine um, is really important to mental health right now? What would be your advice to people who are struggling a little bit at the moment?
2: Yeah, definitely. Myself, I struggled with mental health because I've not seen my family and my friends like us all you know not seeing your colleagues not being able to go into the office and have a chat and a laugh and just that kind of human interaction that we all need that you know I know that we're all missing um I'm lucky that I I live in a semi-rural area and I think that us in in you know South Wales we are so lucky with the the hills just so close to us, the, the coastal path just so close to us. So and I'd be honest, I've never explored the hills. And and I've lived in but all my life, you know? So for me, it's just been exploring all the hills around me, which we look at every day. And I never was a fan of walking either. I just used to find it like quite boring. So so for me, one day I was just like, oh my God, I, I'm i really struggling. When we're on a computer all day as well, it's like, ugh. Getting out, then headphones in, um, listen to sort of positive um, mindset books because you know it's, 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 we're struggling right now. You know, so so I'm trying, and then I'm trying to listen to a little bit of fiction when I when I can, and it's just escapism as well. Just to, just walking, and all of a sudden you walk. I walked I walked 12 miles the other day just from whoops headphones in. How long? How far have I walked? I mean. We did i was with my husband because i mean that was quite a long long distance to walk so i wouldn't do that suggest doing that distance on your own um but yeah you know just get out there headphones in next minute you've you've got a couple of miles in the bag and and you feel great because of it and walking do not underestimate the power of walking oh my gosh it's so great for our physical and our physical health as well as our mental health but um you know yeah I, I totally in. agree with you on that
1: with with the walking
2: because
1: um I, i've been very slowly running for many years, um, do a bit of biking as well. And it was since lockdown, myself and my friend, um, who's refusing to run with me, um, we so I compromised and we started walking. Um, and do you know what? I think I'm in the best shape I've been in, um, better than when I was doing long distance running. The walking is incredible. It's blown my mind because I was the same as you. I, d- I thought, oh, it's a bit boring. I'm not going to get anything out of it. It's It's, it's been a game changer. And we, I think we're putting in about you know 20 30 miles every week just having a having a chat and getting stuff off our chest and, and also having to listen to audiobooks and podcasts and things like that and it's it's absolutely game changing so i would agree i think if you can just get out for half an hour an hour a day um or a couple of times a week um and and just get out into the fresh air um and with spring coming now you know there's there's light at the end of the tunnel so i i agree with you Lynz, totally
0: I don't know. I don't know if this has come across at all in during our chat, but I'm not the most active person ever, uh, or motivated. Right. So my my kind of take on sport has never been something I've been particularly interested in. But I do like the outside world. So my motivation—I went out and bought a dog that has totally got me out of the house, probably about a mile from the beach, and I've been to the beach more now in the last. Months than I've been in the entire time I've lived here. So find a way to get out there and get some companionship in your life. Case yourself a dog because they will they will make you get up there and walk.
2: We've got to go out now because we've got to take the dog for a walk. And then all of a sudden you're out in the fresh air, and you know you're away from the telly and the computer. So so yeah, what what dog is it, Simon?
0: It's a Springer Spaniel. She's got plenty of spring in her. Mm. Okay, so bringing us back to your kind of your journey. How did you rekindle that relationship with the college and how did you come back to work for the college after being a student with us?
2: I was doing my master's in sports coaching up in the University of South Wales after completing my degree and I saw a job and I was sitting in the office with the sports lecturers up there and I read the job out to my colleague and he was like that's made for you and I was like senior officer for physical activity health and well-being and the role was to promote physical activity to the staff and students at the, within the college um, to manage the young ambassador program so I applied I mean my original Eureka moment was PE teacher um, or a job in sport but then once I started doing my degree I kind of was Just went with the flow anyway, and was just enjoying any opportunity that would come my way. I did a lot of volunteering, thanks to the college. Actually, Um, I did a lot of volunteering locally, coaching in a school, after school clubs, and so um, for me, I did see that drop off in sport whilst I was doing my degree. So it was a really interesting field for me to sort of to work in anyway because. I worked with a lot of students uh, with additional needs um, um, up, up in a As- school, As- And so, um, so yes, yeah, so I was already kind of involved in that field. So I understood completely the job description. Um, so, so I went for it. And then, uh, yeah, t- 2017, I became a proud member of the team at NBTC Group. And I've never looked back. It's the best job in the world. Yeah, full circle full circle student through right round back into uh, you know the, the staff team and I just think amazing journey I would never have done my math I know I did a master's qualification I had a distinction in my master's I had a first class honours in my uh, degree and you know that that comes down to you know my my envir- my learning environment that I was lucky enough to to access at, at college that was where my journey started and you know sort of um, we're all them um, lessons we learned so very grateful for the college. in am always the one.
1: I'm totally an, an advocate for everything you do, Inlands, and um, you keep me busy on social media. So that's, <laughs> every morning there's something new coming out from you. So uh, your your energy is uh, is impressive. In fairness to you, for
2: listeners, yeah, we're on we're on social, we're on, we're at NPTC Get Active. Just type that into the search bar. You'll find us in in all the uh, the social pages.
0: Okay, so if you don't mind, then. Um, We'll have a little bit of fun. We've um, got some regular light-hearted segments that we do, and the first of those is uh, what we like to call Celebrity Name Drop. So what we'll ask you to do is tell us your favourite celebrity story. Um, This could be work-related, or it could be a student, or somebody from another aspect of your life.
2: Okay, I've got three. I'll start with the connection with sport.
1: That's a good place
2: to start. Okay, so I I judged on a panel um, a couple of years ago and we were sort of the Wales uh, Award ceremony for the best instructor, the best gym, the best transformation. And it was in conjunction with Cardiff Council and I think it was Wales Online. It was quite a few um, big people involved and uh nicky piper was a core judge now nicky piper is an mb commonwealth boxer champion boxer actually he's retired now um but yeah he was on the panel so we did a lot of um up beforehand because we had to discuss all the entries and decide on the winners for the various different categories so that was loads of fun because whilst we spent time together and he's a piper as well but there is no relation What we didn't think and I'm, I'm married as a piper so uh, my husband's family we didn't think there was a connection um but anyway yeah uh, so that was fun because he would often you know in between breaks he would tell us stories about um sort of his uh boxing career and really fun funny stories. Um so so yeah that was quite a starstruck moment for me because uh back in the day 95, 96, around that period in the nineties, he was a he was he was a really brilliant boxer. So so yeah, in the sporting world I would say Nicky Piper. And then um, do you remember a film called Twin Town? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, well, I was in Twin Town. Okay, I'm just gonna put it out there. <laughs> I <forget. laughs> really, I didn't know that. Yeah, there were, there were a couple of scenes. I was in the. Uh, I was in the, all the bar and scenes that they filmed as um, an old film. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, I
1: like was in Paul. The p- of was in that
2: film, weren't they? One way or the other. Well, yeah, absolutely. It was. It was, uh, it was fun. I was in the um, Indian restaurant scene. I was in that scene, and then. Uh, <laughs> I, um, and I dated the guy who played the nasty cup. His name's is oh What? Oh, what, what do did you did? so <laughs> <a Trump laughs> And then, uh, yeah, but then, and then it, it ended, then coincidentally, when the bit <laughs> <thing had> stopped. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I know what I'm watching tonight, so I said,
1: I don't know about you. <laughs>
0: absolutely. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's that's the best story we've had so <laughs> far. That's
2: a good one. I'm telling you what number three is. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, we yeah, the the filming of that was absolutely hilarious as well. Being in the back in the background kind of sort of watching them all do these hilarious scenes. I mean, I mean, I was, I was only in a handful, so they must have had a, a riot. They must have had a scream film in that film. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... And then the third one is uh, we, we met Robert De Niro, my sons, um, when he turned 16. It is lifelong, uh, he's a lifelong fan of Robert De Niro, so um, we went to an audience with Robert De Niro in Birmingham for his 16th birthday, and he got to meet the man, shake his hand, and, and have a picture with him, in his, and they were all, we were all tuxedoed up and stuff, so that was fun. And
1: that's about it. I've seen that picture. I knew you were gonna say that, because
0: I've seen <laughs> that it.
2: as well. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, that was cool. Great. And he was really nice as well. He, he, he wasn't the grumpy old man they portray. He was very kind. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh Uh, three possibly the best stories we've had (laughs) okay um that was fun this might not be brace yourselves it's back lindsay i'm going to ask you to demonstrate a skill that the listeners cannot hear and obviously cannot see it's pretty weird let's play that'll work well on the podcast so Pete, can you tell us what is your invisible skill
2: well recently I've been participating in the yoga staff sessions on a Thursday evening between five and six and um, so I've been practicing some yoga moves so I think I'm gonna do some yoga
0: okay is it happening uh, tch-
2: Yeah, I think it's happening. <laughs> it's <laughs> and, I,
0: thought you were, yep. I thought you were more zen than
2: that. <laughs> I was trying to get into the position, so it, it involved a little bit of to in a throw in Ah, yes. That was nice. So I just performed, I just performed a chaturanga, which went into a cobra, which finished with a downward facing dog. so those are the only three moves that i can remember from the class that katie delivered so uh but they're they're but they're quite nice moves actually and they're called the chaturanga the cobra and the downward facing dog and you do one after the other after the other on the floor with your belly to the to the ground
1: yes And, and that's um like you said it's thursday evenings isn't it and staff can get involved um how do you
2: how do you get involved in the in the yoga Leslie Harvard sends a message via staff development, or the HR group rather, um, she sends a message every Monday morning, um, asking staff uh, to register so that we can add that staff member to the team, because we've got a Yohgolati's Teams page. Um, and then you've got between Monday and Wednesday to register for the class, or actually from the Thursday, the day before, if you message Leslie direct, but, but the email comes out on Monday as a reminder. Um, and then you're added to the class, the classes are free, so it don't cost anything. You literally turn your camera off, your mute is off, so you know we're not all looking at each other, and you know it's quite a private environment. Katie is a fabulous instructor as well. She's been delivering these classes now since back last year some time um, for this for staff, and uh, it's just a really nice kind of, you know finish to the day. I love my Thursdays because that's how they end. Um, and yeah, at the end, then we turn our cameras on. Some ladies, you know, they need to shoot or whatever, but then some of the ladies also leave their cameras on. So then everybody has like a little chat at the end, which is really nice, especially at the moment because we're all working from home. So it's just nice to see faces that you may normally see that you, you're not seeing now. But also, I think as a group, a lot of the ladies, you know, I've met for the first time as well. So there's ladies I probably wouldn't ever meet in, in, my, in my role in person, perhaps because they're in different um, campuses or what have you, so so yeah, so that's that's really nice to do, and then you get to learn the Chaturanga, the Cobra, and the downward facing Dog.
0: And that brings us to the end of the show. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and you've got a bit more of an insight into NPTC Get Active. Be sure to check out our future and past episodes. We've got more guests talking about specific subjects and courses. But remember, whatever it is you want to do, we have the course for you. A quick reminder, visit nptcgroup.ac.uk to apply, browse the course pages and follow the Apply Now links from there. If you have any questions, email admissions at nptcgroup.ac.uk or drop us a message on social media. We're on the mall.
1: Even TikTok.
0: Just search NPTC Group. Thank you for listening. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time when we'll be talking to another guest about some of the specific courses on offer at NPTC Group of Colleges and a whole lot more besides. Thank you again, and goodbye. You have been listening to the More Than podcast from MPTC Group of Colleges. Now available on Spotify.